0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of A Good Drop. Each week and every week we explore the finer points of a very posh beverage that most people just use for cooking.
1: Yes, oddly enough. (laughs) So we are getting back to basics and talking about brandy. The things you can use brandy for that involve drinking it rather than just putting it in food and desserts.
0: Or mulled wine. Or mulled wine. I'm Stu. I'm Michael. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Yes, so we are talking about brandy. Now, brandy is one of those interesting ones because it's in a lot of cocktails and it's used in a lot of cooking, but most people don't really know a lot about what it tastes like, what it's supposed to taste like. And if you want to buy a brandy, which brandy to buy, which brandies to show your friends, because you've got your brandy drinkers and they're interested in the good stuff. Mm,
0: whether and, or not well, whether or not it's from Cognac or Armagnac. Brand, well, yes, brandy that. is brandy. Yeah. F- to the people who like brandy because they're all good for different reasons.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then you know you've got your your hardcore cognac enthusiasts, mm-hmm. and to them the good stuff starts at X O and, <laughs> yeah. and, and is...
0: ends at Napoleon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and is, you know, ludicrous dollars per bottle, usually comes in a bottle worth more than all of the cognacs before it
0: combined. Yeah. P- P- worth more than all the alcohol in your liquor cabinet.
1: Oh, well, quite possibly. I mean, let's, let's talk about the most expensive cognac slash brandy that a person can acquire. Oh, dear. Because that is the Hors d'Age. This is, this is a type. So, yeah, because you know, you've you've got your your VS and your VSOP, and your Napoleon and your XO and your Extra, and your Hors d'Age, which means without age. And mm. as we know, cognacs and brandies are generally consisting of a blend of eau de vie, which varies in ages. Mm. Now,
0: well, with the age statements meaning particular. Has to be aged for a particular num- number.
1: Yeah, and so as a general rule, in the hors d'age, the without age, the youngest will be a minimum of fifty years old. Holy shit! And they can go to a hundred years or more. So from fifty to over a hundred years old in the blend, and they are usually in very limited supply. And tend to come in crystal decanters that are themselves worth several hundred dollars,
0: <laughs> well, most crystal decanters are worth at least a hundred dollars in Australia,
1: yeah, yeah, and these come in a crystal decanter, mm. because you know for that sort of money you want to get
0: and and aren't they also don't they also come in boxes lined with silk and cushioning
1: oh, of course, to make sure the crystal survives, mm. and more importantly, to make sure that the cognac survives. <laughs>
0: But, so, so the box would probably come also in another box with uh, like bubble wrap and all that.
1: Yeah, bubble wrap jazz. and packing peanuts and all that. Yeah. And if this were any of the other types of cognac that we'll, or types of brandy that we'll mention, mm. I would now tell you tasting notes for what it tastes like. But all I could find about this is basically like the matrix. You cannot be told what a horse de edge tastes like <laughs> because every sip is different. Right. You have to taste it for yourself.
0: So if you've got to spare like three, four thousand dollars at a minimum, probably thirty, forty thousand dollars is more accurate. Let us know what it tastes like.
1: Yeah. Because nobody'll tell us. Yeah. <laughs> and we're curious, because that is if you've got the money, apparently that's that's the shit right there. That's the good stuff. It's the good shit. <laughs>
0: And I suppose when you get to that price bracket, it's less about the drink and more about the image.
1: Oh well, and it's it's an experience. You don't drink that; you experience it. You slowly sip it and then melt away into an alternate universe of existence. Allegedly, you
0: know. Right. So for us mere plebs, most of what we'll see is. VS, VSOP, and XO, which are all very, very well, they're all uh, different age brackets. VS, mm, well,
1: uh, Napoleon.
0: Oh, sorry, and Napoleon.
1: Yeah, we, we mustn't forget Napoleon because Napoleon is newish. Mm. Napoleon was, because it used to go VS, VSOP, XO. Yep. But it was quite a jump because the VSOP tends to be a blend of between four and 12 years. And the XO between 20 and 35 years. So they developed the Napoleon, which mm. is a blend of Eau de Vie aged 10 to 20 years. So it's it's a middle ground.
0: Of straight brandy?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's it's a middle ground because they, I guess they realized there was a price point they were missing. Mm. And they might as well slip one in there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Language. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I was very confused for a moment because the uh, designations change. I've been reading. I was very confused for a moment because I was reading mostly on cognac and bra- and cognac and armagnac uh, aging distinctions, which are different to, to straight brandy. Mm. So when you said XO was twenty years plus, I was thinking, wait, what? But. No, you're, you're 100% right, because the cognac age brackets are uh, two plus years for VS. Uh, VSOP must be at least four years old, and uh, prior to 2018, uh, XO used to mean at least six years old, but as of 2018... It was revised to be at least ten years old, and of course, this is still these are still blends. Yeah, with the minimum being, you know, two six. Sorry, two four and uh, ten.
1: Yeah. So when it comes to the name and brandy, depending on where it's from, it can get a little
0: confusing. Mm. More a little
1: confusing, really.
0: Uh, well. Yeah, because Napoleon for cognac is uh, six years minimum, six years, slotting yeah, in at that so, middle price bracket. Yeah,
1: still the one in the middle, but yep. at a different different age. Point. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: Armagnac is age uh, Armagnac is generally aged a little bit yet a little bit less with VSOP, XO, and Reserve. Um, most VS is a minimum of one of one year old. And mm. generally isn't talked about.
1: Yeah, very, very young. Definitely a cooking armagnac.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I guess let's let's talk flavor profiles, because mm. that should be something that is largely the same across I say largely the same across brandies dependent on age. Yes. Whether it's a regular brandy or a cognac, or, well, armagnac is a completely different kettle of fish, and these flavour profiles will not fit.
0: Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get to armagnac later. Yes, um, but for most for most brandies, it's it's generally the same flavour profile with more complexity and smoothness as the spirit ages.
1: Yeah, and some variation based on the brandy house that developed that particular brandy mm. because they all put their little touches on it and those become more pronounced dependent on the age as well. Yeah. So like the, uh, the VS, the very special usually has flavors of flowers, fresh fruit and citrus. And, uh, they're commonly used for mixing in cocktails, but, uh, Also pair quite nicely in soda water, lemonade, or citrus-flavored sodas, soft drinks, mineral waters. Mm. And they're a decent, if you want to start at a lower price point, because these can get very (laughs) expensive, and you want to mix, they're an acceptable thing to start with where you won't feel bad about mixing it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Although I did see a cognac that was like, yeah, this cognac is very good in cocktails.
1: Mm. Well, admittedly, the VSOP mm. is also very good in cocktails, but more in your in your classic cocktail. Like the, the VSOP is good for sipping. Oh, yeah. You can have it by itself, but it also goes a treat in a sidecar.
0: And a, um, was it a French... Uh... French 75? Yeah. I think that's the number. I think the,
1: yeah, French, I think it's the French 75. Or is it French Connection? I the, the names there. No, I think it's the French 75. Let me look it up. That, uh, I should remember this.
0: Yeah, French 75. Yeah, uh, the French uh, French uh, Sazerac, yeah. Sazerac sidecar, View Carré and the original French 75. Sazerac.
1: Mm. Oh, you could also use one in the French Connection. I thought so. That's Cognac Amaretto. Mm. And it's it's the ones that are only a couple of things that a VSOP goes well in because you're not throwing in so many ingredients that it overpowers
0: the VSOP. Mm. It's the um the main star of the show. I is what what you, main star of the cocktail is what you're trying to say, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. So so it's better to have a better one because it's not a cocktail consisting of a lot of ingredients. Yeah. So the, the classic cocktails that use cognac or brandy, a VSOP is acceptable to use. Mm. Uh, Beyond that point, though, you really don't want to be mixing them with anything.
0: No, the XO and or Napoleon and XO, you really want to taste on its own.
1: Yeah though I did. I forgot about the flavor profile of the VSOP. so let's okay, let's double back because yep. they are generally dominated by dried fruit and flowers in yep. the VSOP flavor profile. So they've got some of the profile of the younger hmm. of the standard Vs, but then you find the yeah the dried fruit and flowers comes more to the fore. Makes sense. With the VSOP. Now, the Napoleons, which, as we mentioned earlier, you really just want to sip this. This and anything older than it. Yeah. Just sip it. Don't make your old grandmother cry. Just (laughs) sip it. And they have noticeable influences from the barrel, as you'd expect from the extra aging. Well,
0: Napoleon is,
1: what, 10 plus? 10 plus, yes. Yep. And will taste of dried fruit and spices such as cinnamon and vanilla.
0: Yeah, well, cinnamon and vanilla, vanilla are those barrel flavors. Yes. Yeah. The oak that you're getting out of... The vanillins. Yes. That's the word I'm thinking of, that you're getting out of the barrel, which we talked extensively about on our barrel aging episode and in pretty much all our whiskey episodes.
1: Mm, we did. And so then the XO... Which, um yeah, is tends to be the standard by which cognac houses are judged as to how good is this house. They'll just judge them by their XO. Mm.
0: Well, and, it's supposed to be the cream of the crop.
1: Yeah. And so flavors can vary depending on the maker because at that point the little nuances of the house, which they're going to do because that's... That's what they do. Yeah, that's the one are going to make some slight variation to it, but usually they're very rich flavors with tastes of dried fruit. That's generally what you expect from most brandies. And warm spices Mm. that uh, can often even have notes of toffee, nuts,
0: chocolate, and cigars. Yeah, which are all uh, still barrel flavors.
1: Yeah, it's just as it gets older, the barrel flavors come out more. Hmm. And in fact, when you get to the extra which is 30 to 50 years in age and are generally made from the Brandy House's Special Reserves where their finest eau de vie are stored. They have unique flavours with tasty notes of jasmine, iris, passion fruit, cigar box, vanilla and earthy black truffle. Really? Apparently.
0: Those... Don't seem like flavours that would follow on from uh, vanilla, toffee, cigar.
1: You you wouldn't think so. I mean, the cigar is still there. But, I mean, the extra is a minimum of 30 years up to 50 years.
0: Yep. So that's... I didn't think there would be much to age after the 25.
1: Well, and they pull them from a different lot. So Um. every time they make... So supposedly, the legend goes that every time a brandy house makes a batch that is especially amazing, yep. they put it in their special reserve, right, and age it to become an extra,
0: yeah. and potentially a a uh, without age.
1: Bracket. Yeah, potentially a without age. Yeah.
0: Um, so, on that note, we should. Um, before we start talking quickly about cognacs, let's taste the cognac we have. Yes. Well, let me pour some at least.
1: Ooh. Always a satisfying sound, the popping of a cork. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, the uh, one of the um, brandies we're drinking is the Courvoisier. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, it, <coughs> it is a French cognac, 40% by volume. Obviously, product of France. Uh, supplied in Australia by Beam Santori. That's fantastic. I don't care. Oh, it must be on the box. We're all there.
1: Oh, of course it'll be on the box.
0: Interesting stuff is. So,
1: of course it's supplied by Beam Santori.
0: Yeah, thing fingers in everybody.
1: Yep. It is safest not to drink while pregnant. Okay.
0: So on the box, it says Courvoisier was served and celebrated at the spectacular opening of the Eiffel Tower in 1889, at the heart of the Paris Golden Age. Perfectly capturing this, perfectly capturing the sheer exhilaration of this magical era, this VS is made of a celebratory and mouthwatering blend of U de V, offering complex fruity notes and oaky richness and depth. And, of course, being French, it has the same paragraph in French, which I'm not going to pronounce because I don't know how to speak French. And to do so would be a disservice. I mean, it smells pretty bitey, mm. but it's also cool out of the bottle. Hasn't been warmed yet.
1: Yes. And ideally, you do want to have brandy warmed in your hand. That is the ideal drinking temperature. mm Which is why, if you've ever seen somebody drinking brandy in a movie, you'd have noticed how they hold the brandy balloon. In fact, the correct way to hold the brandy balloon is with the stem between two of your fingers and the whole glass cupped in your hand. Mm. So that you carry across the appropriate level of temperature.
0: We're using your brandy glasses this time. Now that I have a bit of a few brandies, I think I need to go get some.
1: Yeah, well, they're they're quite easy to get from uh, from op shops, second hand stores, because uh, yeah. brandy is quite an old drink, and
0: yeah, I suppose it is pretty old fashioned.
1: And so, generally, you know, as um,
0: as people are no longer with us, well,
1: well, as they're no longer with us, or as they sell large homes to move into smaller homes because they've gotten older. They also sell their stuff or donate it, hmm. and it ends up at second-hand stores.
0: True. True.
1: And that is, in fact, where my Brandy Balloons came from. An op shop. An op shop.
0: Huh. Cool. All right. I'll have to, uh, have to head down to one. I wonder if there's any nearby. I yes. honestly haven't looked. <laughs> uh, okay, let's... Uh, now that these have been slightly warmed by our hands, I believe it is time to taste... Indeed, cheers! Cheers! Oh, it does smell better than um, when I first poured it.
1: It does. That that extra temperature makes a big difference.
0: Wow, that's really smooth.
1: Hmm. Yeah, for a because you you can sip a VS. Yeah, but they don't largely recommend it. But this is a VS. From a good house. Mm. From a renowned house, from what we're told.
0: Yes, it's one of... Well, you generally don't buy just cognac. You buy cognac from a particular house because it's th- that particular house produces that particular flavor.
1: Yes, exactly, because there is variation, I guess, like with beer, like well, with lager, for example. Mm. There's a lot of lager, and they all taste slightly different. It's like there's a lot of brandy and there's a lot of cognac, and they all taste slightly different. Yeah. And then there's (laughs) Armagnac.
0: Which still tastes slightly different depending on where you go.
1: Yes, the Armagnac tastes slightly different, but compared to stock brandy and cognac, it tastes very different. Very different. Mm. I I suppose Armagnac is too is to cognac and regular brandy i guess as asahi is to lager well when no because asahi still tastes like lager yeah There's, there is no comparison to beer
0: no the the way one article described the difference was that cognac is the sorry brandy is the vodka you put on your kitchen table And Armagnac is the vodka you keep in the freezer. I'm not sure what I'm not really sure what they were trying to say with that one, but it sounded cool. Yeah. So uh, cognac is generally made with one uh, grape variety, versus Armagnac, which is made with two extras. Um, so Armagnac, sorry, cognac generally comes out of the stills at uh, sixty to seventy percent. By volume, and then they distill it... Then they dilute it down to 40% as a general rule. Uh, So that... Yeah, that would give it the uh, smoother flavor that we're expecting here. Yeah. Armagnac, they use a column still. And they only distill it once to a slightly lower percentage, 50 to 60 by volume. And distill it or dilute it to around 45 to 47 percent by volume
1: yeah so it's stronger and it hasn't been diluted as much mm. so it comes out bitier but also because of the variety in ingredients it's got a very different and distinct flavor mm. which we will come to later because obviously armagnac is not covered in the tasting notes that i did they just for standard brandies but we do have an Armagnac here today,
0: yeah, well that we we have this I still have it from our uh blind taster black brandy blind taster that we did a few weeks ago, yes, when we did our blind brandy so the the biggest difference between the two is that giving given that a pot still allows for more control over the heads, heart, and tails of the distillate. The f- or the first, middle, and final parts of the spirit to flow out of the still. Cognac, um, you can really get down to... You can get it down to a fine art to extract the heart of the the mixture and therefore get a very precise, clean flavour out of it. Um, it has a, a lot of potential to... A lot of ageing potential... A lot more ageing potential than... Armagnac, given that it's smoother and more subtle in flavor.
1: Yeah. While aging will improve most things, the better it is, the better you'll get out of it from aging.
0: Yeah. And so compared to Armagnac, which tends to be more fruity and intense when young.
1: Yeah. And that's what people want from Armagnac. Hmm. Strong, fruity flavours.
0: Well, it's generally a bolder-flavoured drink. Yes. And, and some say was actually France's first brandy. Interesting. Came around a long time before uh, Cognac started making brandies. Mm,
1: so, a bold drink, not for the meek.
0: No. But, given Cognac's uh, location to the coast, it's... Uh, Cognac has become far more popular worldwide and has kind of left Armagnac in the dust.
1: Yeah, and of course, Cognac being closer to stock brandy, which is made in other countries and is thus easier to acquire for people in other countries, if they're looking for a smoother, better quality version of what they're used to, Mm. they're going to make their way towards Cognac.
0: Yeah. But exactly. If, but
1: if they're looking for something similar, yes different, mm. that's where Armagnac comes in.
0: Which kind of explains my want my uh struggle to like and appreciate the Armagnac that we had. Because I really want to like it, but it's very hard to very hard to taste given that it's so bold.
1: Yeah, like we can we can tell that it's good. But it's so different.
0: Absolutely. And this cognac, like while a little bit fiery, it was still very, very smooth and easy to drink.
1: Oh, yeah. And it's got all the tasting notes that you'd expect mm. from a quality VS.
0: Yeah. Those fruity notes. The um, There's no vanilla there.
1: No, there's a very mild spiciness, like super subtle.
0: mm but it's mostly fruit.
1: Yeah, but it's yeah mostly
0: fruit. And what was and the, what was the other thing you said for a VS? Yeah, fruit, flowers, and citrus. And yeah, there is a little bit of citrus there. Yeah, but definitely a lot of flowers.
1: Yeah, a lot lot of flowers, a lot of fruit, hmm. and a little bit citric. And I guess certainly if if we were to mix this with say a citric flavored mineral water, hmm. it would probably go really well.
0: Yeah. Or a, um, maybe like a cognac Manhattan. Just for a twist on things. Mm. Sorry, not a cognac Manhattan. A cognac old fashioned. A brandy old fashioned.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Because the, that's a very citrus drink. Yeah, give true. The, give the or- burnt orange peel that you throw in there. Yeah. What do you reckon?
1: Potentially. I mean, I I feel like this would work well in a Brandy Alexander too, but...
0: Mm. Could it? Could indeed. Anyway, uh, we're going to take a quick break to finish these, quick, or a slow break to finish these drinks. And we will pour ourselves an Armagnac in just a tick. So, I've just poured us a glass each of the Chateau de Tarake which is the VSOP Armagnac that we had in our Brandy Blind taste test.
1: Yes, so if you watched that, you may have heard this before, but the oh, label... Watched. Hmm? This is a podcast, mate.
0: You said watched. I thought I said heard. If you watched this...
1: Oh, right, well, yes, obviously you can't see this, but if <laughs> if you listened to that episode, you've probably heard me reading this before, or perhaps you heard Stuart reading it, I, I don't quite recall. No, but you anyhow. may have heard this before... But either way, the back of this bottle says, At Chateau de Tarakay, our best armagnacs are made exclusively from the grapes harvested from the family's estate vineyard. The distillation takes place in an authentic wood-fired armagnac alambic using the traditional continuous distillation process. Our hundred-year-old cellars quietly safeguard our barrels. Our pieces, as they are called. Each variety and each vintage, are distilled and aged separately for the first years. Then, the blending of our pieces, a true savoir faire at the heart of the identity and style of our base armagnacs, will finalise a long period of the ageing and a meticulous selection. We prefer to use barrels with a light toasting made from the French timber forests renowned for their fine grain. The colour of our base armagnacs comes uniquely from the ageing in barrels. The naturally light tint is due to the alchemy between the deliciously toasted oak and the eau de vie.
0: I'm fairly certain I didn't read all this. Truly
1: respecting their natural (laughs) colour. The VSOP is smooth, round and powerful. The very fruity aromas are supported by mellow notes of wood. The finish is beautifully long in the mouth with a lingering hint of macerated stone fruits. And it was imported by Pinnacle Drinks.
0: Hmm. Versus versus Beam Suntory.
1: Versus Beam Suntory, who import everything else. Yeah.
0: Or the uh, Spanish Acquisition.
1: Yes, who are absolutely <laughs> fantastic, and we did not expect them. No.
0: <laughs> Still thinking about that cherry yeah. episode all these years later.
1: Yeah, because nobody expects a Spanish Acquisition. Yeah.
0: So, this is a VSOP, and immediately I'm hit with the vanilla flavors.
1: Oh, yeah. The the, the vanilla notes.
0: Yeah. Notes. I haven't tasted it yet.
1: Yeah. And fruity, though. Like, there's definitely... There's fruitiness backing that vanilla.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Though, I reckon dried fruit, like you said. Mm. But it's it's almost
1: like... Let's assume if I can... Talking very visual, visceral terms here. Mm. If the if vanilla is the king, and it's being carried by its slaves, and they are the fruit, yes. the fruit carries the vanilla notes to you.
0: Yes. Okay. I I can I get what you're trying to say. Mm. I see what you're putting down.
1: Yeah. So you get the vanilla, then you get the fruit coming up behind it. Mm. But still, the vanilla is very much there, and you cannot forget that the vanilla is in charge. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh I remember this being very bold and uh I didn't really didn't really like it, I remember, because it was so it was kind of rough in uh in its flavor profile. But now that we've had a bit more experience and time to think, let's give it a whirl.
1: Yes, let's. Cheers. Cheers.
0: I still don't. Yeah, yeah. It's still it's still very rough. But I think after research, doing a little bit of research for this episode, I've got a slightly better appreciation for armagnac.
1: Yeah, I mean they're not unpleasant flavors, but
0: they're very different.
1: It's very different and very there, very strong, very present. And that little bit of a kick to the back of the to the back of the palate, and you don't really get those back of the palate flavors in other brandies.
0: no, well, with the cognac, it was very smooth and um Ford palate notes this wraps the whole tongue in in flavors,
1: yeah, and if you like strong. I guess, fruity vanilla. I'm definitely picking up some very pleasant flavors in the profile. Mm. It's just that they're almost blanketed by the boldness of it all.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, It's hard to get to the nuance. Yeah. It's there. I can see it if I squint really hard <laughs> through the glaring sun that's shining in my eyes.
0: I suppose. It's, yeah, I just, I can't really get past the fact that it's such a different flavor. And when you think of of Armagnac, you immediate, most people think it's just brandy, but it's not. It's so much more and different.
1: Mm, and that's quite possibly why we don't, Possibly why we don't like it as much as we should, mm. because, because it's so different. Because it's so different and it's not living up to
0: our expectations. Yeah, which is, as you said before, why cognac has done so well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think it's time to wrap it up. Uh, to To begin with, um, have brandy in a cocktail. I guess.
1: Yeah, it's it's a great starting point. To have it in a cocktail, if you're not sure which cocktail, have a listen to our Cocktails of the Twenties episode.
0: Mm, definitely definitely a French 75, I think. I think that's one to start with, or yeah. a French Connection, or what was the other one you said? S- uh, I said a Sazerac. What would,
1: what yeah, you- and I said the Brandy
0: Alexander. Mm. All of these are very good cocktails. Um, if you want to try uh, sipping a Brandy, I would recommend a Cognac.
1: Yes, and...
0: At any age.
1: Yeah, really, even a a VS Cognac is is nice. If you're going for a brandy, a VSOP is probably a better starting point if you want Mm. a sipping. If you intend to mix it, a VS will do the job just fine.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, and as many of you know, a VS brandy is pretty good for cooking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Armagnac is... I would I would say is for more experienced drinkers. It's a very different set of flavors. Yeah, it,
1: it's still very much as we've said every time we've spoken of it an acquired taste yeah. that we have yet to acquire. <laughs> and that's not to say it's bad. I, I can see its positive qualities. I just mm. haven't acquired an appreciation for them yet.
0: Yeah. And and with brandies. As we found in our blind taste test, it was, you get what you pay for.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: 100% with these ones. Um, Australia has a problem with brandies, I think, or brandy pricing in that there's either very cheap brandies or quite expensive ones. There was very little between the cheap and the uh, $50, $60 plus
1: Mm. And of course, part of that problem in Australia is our import taxes mm. because of the percentage on brandies yeah, and cognacs
0: and armagnacs being imports. 100%. Yeah. Um, so, there you have it. Uh, uh, VSOP brandies for mixing, VS cognacs for sipping. They should still be fairly uh, inexpensive and... Armagnac if you're feeling adventurous. Yes. Um, So, yeah, that's it for the episode, everybody. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. We are a good drop podcast. We are a good drop all about alcohol on your favorite podcast app, including Apple Bean, Apple Bean, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and many more.
1: You can also find us on the socials. Facebook and Facebook's affiliate Instagram <laughs> as a good drop podcast.
0: Yep. And if you want to check out our giant library of previous episodes, jump on our website, agooddrop.com.au. And if you've got any comments, questions, suggestions for future episodes, or if you've had a very nice brandy or cognac or armagnac and you want to tell us about it, send us an email to drop at gmail.com.
1: And be sure to tune in next time when we are talking about sours. Why so sour? Yes, sours oh well, that, that's that's a beer. yes yeah, sours a beer. It's a beer. Believe it or not, sours a beer.
0: Yeah, it's a style of beer that's become really popular with the craft brewing scene. Uh, and I honestly hadn't seen it until craft beers.
1: Yes, and we'll tell you all about it
0: next time next time I'm looking forward to it I really like them until then cheers cheers